0: Hello amigos, you're listening to Square Pegs, a podcast for the insatiably curious mind fascinated by new ideas, experiences, and perspectives. I'm your host, Sheila Bett. Join me for the adventure of a lifetime as we explore, learn, and grow together. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Square Pegs with me, Sheila Bett. So I'd like to apologize for the 2 day delay. I usually upload a new episode every Friday. Uh this Friday I skipped it because a friend of mine got married and of course I had to drop everything and attend her big day. But here we are before the week ends. Today we talk about bullet journaling. Writing down your plans, migrating your tasks. You can make collections for future month or day, learn about keys, get rapid logging skills rapid logging skills (laughs) so that entertaining little rap session was about some of the words you're sure to come across when doing research on bullet journaling so what's bullet journaling you might wonder according to Ryder carroll the creator of the bullet journal method Bullet journaling is an analog system used to track the past, organize the present, and plan for the future. The Bujo method is part organizing, part soul-searching, and part dream-weaving. So why did I begin to bullet journal in the first place? (laughs) I began to bullet journal, I remember, for the first time in July of 2016 that was on my birthday. It was exactly a year after my bucket list cut off age. I had a bucket list that I made when I was in high school, either towards the end of primary school or at the beginning of high school. And at that point, to me, 27 was such a long, long time from then. And I figured most of the things I needed to do in my life, I should have done by that time. So um, <laughs> of course, I, a year later, after I would turned 27, I realized, oh my, this was a little too ambitious. And maybe unrealistic to be honest. (laughs) So then I you know started to write down my thoughts and write down my goals again and revisit everything. Of course I got a proper reality check when that age came and went with more than half of my bucket list still unchecked. Naturally I picked a new pattern and decided to start uh, observing my thought patterns more thoroughly, more thoughtfully and deliberately. So at the beginning of this year, I received a gift. I was gifted with a bullet journal. The timing was so perfect because from December of 2018, I'd been shopping around for a customized planner that would get me excited about organizing my life. Before then, I hardly kept a diary longer than a few weeks. My to-do lists would be scattered between half-empty notebooks, on my phone notes, on Google Keep, not to mention the Google Calendar, and depending on my current workplace, maybe probably on Microsoft Outlook. You get the picture. (laughs) My plans, events, tasks were scattered so far apart that my mind would be a complete jumble, and I'd often have this feeling of being so busy and completely overwhelmed. It was crucial to find a more coherent, integrated way to tie all these things together. And that's where the bullet journal saved the day. Most people have some kind of system they use to keep their lives organized. If you are more tech savvy, you might choose an app or two. It could be an integrated system like Google Calendar, which links the Google Keep and Tasks to give a nice clear overview of what your month, year and day looks like. Then it's easier to pace yourself and get as much done as possible. A bullet journal is a planner, diary, and to-do list mashed in together. Instead of having a preset template, it is usually done on a plain or dotted grid book where you can set up the entire system yourself. Not only does it provide a great system to plan your life, it also gives enough flexibility for each person to create a style of their own, customize it to suit your specific needs and preferences. If you go online and search for bullet journaling, you'll quickly find yourself tangled up in a web of frenzied Bujo enthusiasts. From Pinterest to the digital streets of Instagram, there are Bujo users who share tips with a large following of aspiring and practicing, but still needing to improve Bujo users. I'm one of those people who follow more than five Bujo pages on Instagram. But to help you understand this wave of budgeting Bujo users or enthusiasts who are better known as bullet journal junkies, we need to go through the technical elements of it. What a bullet journal looks like and how it works. Bear with me as we go through this slightly boring bit. So what's in a bullet journal? Four main things to remember. Index, collections, rapid logging, and migration. Those are the four main elements of bullet journaling. Index, which is pretty much your table of contents, ideally takes up the first two pages. You can simply start your Bujo by labeling this bit. With my bullet journal, the one I got, some pages were already done including the index, a world map, a year calendar, a quote page, and a habit tracker. So I had to flip all the way to the first blank page to begin. Since the index was already there, I started with a future log. Simply put, this section is where you set the expectations, plans, dreams, and goals for the year to come. Ideally, you should be starting your bullet journal in January, but it's completely okay if you're starting in the middle of the year. That's the best part because Bujo is not pre-done. You don't lose a single page, unlike pre-customized diaries. So the future log would have the entire year's calendar. Alternatively, you could split it into six months, then do the second half in July. Whatever works for you. Highlight the major events happening in your life that year. You can leave some room to update events that come up later set your goals whether personal career travel and so on put down the dates and that's it (laughs) you can keep an extra page to write down important events and activities or tasks that don't have a date yet the second thing would be the monthly log which is a two-page spread that includes a calendar and a task page you can either list the dates down draw the calendar or use a sticker the second page would contain appointments meetings milestones like birthdays anniversaries and travel If the dates for these tasks and activities are not set, you have them listed down for reference when doing the daily log. That brings us to the last bit of collections, the daily log. I set mine up as a weekly one, so just one page with the days of the week and a list of tasks to accomplish each day. On days that are not busy, I check the monthly log for tasks to migrate. One of the reasons why it's called a bullet journal is because you use bullets to list things down in short, rapid logging style, as Ryder Carroll puts it. You want to use short, precise sentences to note down important tasks. It's not only efficient, but also takes away the overwhelm of long-winded sentences. It also looks aesthetically pleasing, minimalistic even. Remember, it's supposed to make your life easier and more relaxed. Once you have your major bits laid out, Index is set up, you've numbered your pages, you have all the collections, future log, monthly log, and daily log. You're ready to go. It would be useful though to have a set of symbols to differentiate or signify particular tasks. For example, a hyphen or dash could be your symbol for a new task. You could use an open circle for events, an asterisk for an appointment, and an arrow for a migrated task. At the beginning of each new month, you start a new spread and can migrate tasks that were not completed into the next month using the appropriate symbols. Of course, these are just examples, and you can always choose what symbols you would prefer to use instead. Bullet journaling is a working progress and once you get started, it's easier to figure out techniques and layouts that work for you. There's an assortment of cool, fun layouts and styles on Pinterest and Instagram that will be likely to inspire you to really go to town, especially on the autistic aspects of bullet journaling. The best thing is to start simple. Then define your aesthetic over time. If you want to get even more specific, you can create custom collections, either at the beginning or at any point in your journaling. The custom collections can be anything from a page for just birthdays, habit trackers, places to visit or travel to, books to read, movies to watch and so on. Remember, the person most easily drawn to bullet journaling enjoys the process of writing things down. It can be very cathartic and gives you a chance to express yourself freely and authentically. I, for one, have a custom collection titled Hair Routine because it makes it easier to track my wash days, when to deep condition or moisturize when to have a simple wash day routine and when to try out a new recipe like using rice water for example. So once you're sold to the idea of bullet journaling and have fully immersed yourself in the practice, it only gets more fun and interesting. There's a wide range of stationery and accessories you can add to your collection. If you are artistically inclined, it's a really exciting process trying out new fun layouts that add colour and character to your bujo, breaking the monotony of just lines and letters all in one colour. The basics you need to get started, as I mentioned earlier, are a plain, squared or dotted notebook and a pen. That's it. But if you want to go all out with it, you can add colored pens and markers, a ruler for straighter lines, pencils, midliners, felt tip pens. You can go even further if you're a stationary junkie and get free bullet journal printables online. Buy washi tapes, which come in a variety of colors and prints, post it notes, or a sticker book. The list of supplies is endless, but I'll include some links for reference. So if you're interested in organizing your life in a fun, interactive way, bullet journaling is definitely something to try out, especially if you're keen on reducing screen time and want to return to the nostalgic, good old-fashioned way of putting pen to paper. Feel free to share your methods of staying organized. Do you prefer to separate your personal and work calendars? How do you integrate your to-do list with all the other demands of day-to-day living, like errands, events, and so on? I'd love to hear from you. You can now listen to the Square Pegs podcast on a platform of your choice, including iTunes, CastBox, SoundCloud, Spotify, and many more. If you like the show, remember to leave a rate or review. It really helps. Until next week, you've been listening to the Square Pegs podcast with me, Sheila Bett.